card. So without any further ado, I would like to introduce to you Pearl. Take it, Pearl. Thank you. Um, and good morning if you're in Ireland or good afternoon if you're in Ireland. Good morning, I think it was in your Amer in America. Um, but I'm in Ireland. Um, my name is Pearl and I'm an alcoholic. And I suppose in a lot of ways I'm addict addict of most things that I admire or that draw me. I I I get compelled into things like um computer games or dancing or anything that holds me. Beauty is is something that draws me all the time and, and what expression it comes in or who it comes in is usually by something I admire that I go chasing after. Um and that's what really you know the ugliness of drinking as a woman is terrible. I was reared in a pub. I was very familiar with the high stool as a child, never mind as an adult, and it's no place for a child. Um, I was reared in the west of Ireland in a small village. We had a business that, you know, we were shopkeepers, we were publicans, we were farmers, we were anything to turn them chilling <laughs> or a bob as they used to say um you had to know the price of everything you had to know how to charge for everything and if not put it in the book there was an account kept and still the account is being kept but i now know that the account is being kept or my understanding as a free thinker is that the account my account is continually being kept and i'm getting the results of that um, account uh, continually. I'm creating a new account and I'm trying to offload some of the previous account that I've come in with and I've lived through as well. Being a woman drinking is terrible. You know, um, being outside the counter as a child is terrible. You know, um, yeah. There wouldn't have been women in the pub, you know, it wasn't done. Um, and there was only one woman who drank uh, and she used to come to the village every so often. Her husband had died and she'd cycle down and she'd get extremely drunk and she'd have to be brought home. And she would wet the floor like my dog is now and she'd have to be cleaned up after and and she was mocked. So that was one example of, um, and the poor soul, you know, everybody pitied her. And pity is the worst thing that could offer anyone. It's awful. It's so humiliating, really, to have to be pitied. And I was to be pitied as a young woman. And I, I pity myself that I put myself through such circumstances. But I was unteachable and I wasn't capable of studying myself enough to want to study anything I wasn't interested in. Still am. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I have like, I don't know how many books I have, a library of books at this stage. 
were only in things that interested me. And in each layer of the books, I can go from, you know, stories, myths, you know, um, right through to self-help, to AA books, to NA books, to ACOA books, to Al-Anon books, to um, Irish history, to... It's a it's a, a library. I have the shelves marked according to the stages of my life. I haven't got them marked, but basically I have the shelves of the books going in the series of when I started learning was when I stopped drinking. My education started there. Um, prior to that. And, and I have a ferocious, hungry mind for knowledge. But prior to my stopping drinking, I... I my mind was fried and it was fried with shame and humiliation and being treated like trash and, and uh, treating myself like trash and treating other people like trash, you know, but it's awful. And it was ugly and it was an embarrassment to my siblings, it was an embarrassment to my parents. So it was an embarrassment to really anybody who got to know me any bit. Uh, you know, I moved in to share with people. They had me out within the week or by the time I'd taken the first drink, you know, or the second drink or the third drink, I was definitely gone because that's how I was. I was, I have a terrible temper and put the drink on top of it and I was like a, a, a bomb ready to go off. I was so angry and I can still blow the lid when I get angry, you know, but I've learned, I hope, some bit. Uh, to be more civilized and to realize that if I'm hurting, the reason I'm hurting is because I've done something or said something uh, that wasn't very kind or wasn't very nice. I try to be kind now and I try to be patient and compassionate and um, those things, but I can still lose the cool. And, and most recently, um, my my uh, son has been confronting me about how what I'm like to live with, you know. <laughs> He's daring to challenge me, like a fair play to him, uh, but I don't like it, of course. And and the issues that he's raising and how difficult it was for him. And, you know, one of the things that happened to me, I'm 42 years, just to say, like, without a drink. Uh, I will be on the 1st of October. So that's a long time, you know, to be trying to grow up and get some degree of sense, you know. Um, but I still have a big dose of nonsense in me as well and nonsense I like to enjoy. Like one of the things, I was out in the park yesterday evening my bare feet dancing with people half my age and we meet most evenings in a silent disco. And it's great exercise for anyone that, you know, to dance and the music and you can get let go of the tensions and you can, you know, it's free. It's it's uh, okay. It's a bit wild up here with the wind blowing and the, the sea is one side of us. But, and there were all nationalities, the majority of them, I, there might have been two of us Irish. There was Ukraine, there was Germany, there was Spain, there was Poland, there was, that's the way Ireland is now. 
the village I grew up in had no apartment. Um, but now it's completely different. Like they, they just uh, lovely Indian friends that discovered that I want to be an Indian when I grow up and I hope to be in my next lifetime. I'm, you see, I have aspirations. I have faith in what I'm doing. I'm studying um, Indian uh, philosophy and astrology for the best part of 30 years now. And it has brought me such beauty and such joy and um, just understanding life and and why time is the way it is and the quality of time we have in our lives and why this happens. And these are all the questions I had as a child, but nobody could answer them. But now I have met these Indian geniuses who actually explain it. And their explanations just broaden my horizon to lift my spirit, to open my heart. And I, I even stuff I was reading 20 years ago, I go back and I look at it and realize all I'd missed or didn't see back then. I might have underlined it back then, but now I'm in a different place in my head and I can see it from a completely different angle. You know, and it's such a joy. And this, 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 this time we're in is very difficult. It's very hard to come to terms with with the circus that's going on. And um, I need to go to a place that I can rest and that brings me that joy. Like some people can do it by painting, some will fish, some will crochet, but I go to the stars, I go to astrology, I go to the Indian and, you know, specific teachers in the Indian. I don't really want to listen to anybody else until I understand the depth of insights that I was presented with already that I still grapple with. So with the program in Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, it, it's it's something that, um, as I said, I'm, I'm around a long time. I came into a room where it's mostly men, but that wasn't unusual for me because that's the way I was reared. Um, so that's the environment I was brought up in and most of them were a lot of them were rogues and that was true before I got to AA as well so there was nothing different in that I, there was a bit of relief in that because I thought I was brought into some kind of holy joe outfit but actually the two boys uh, during the chair that night they had a group conscience and they were killing one over every heater I don't know whether it was the pie heater the price of the heater, the price of the gas. I don't know what it was they were fighting over. But at least I said, well, these are normal people. <laughs> you know, and the woman that was sitting beside me kept fidgeting, you know, and she kept smoking. And I was a chain smoker at that stage. It was a party a day, coffee, nervous wreck. So was she. So I thought, well, <laughs> without talking to anyone, um, I was... I was uh, at home. <laughs> and then somebody offered me a lift home. A fine, handsome man offered me a lift home. And I said, no, thanks. I'll get there myself. Because <laughs> I didn't want to go down that road either. But that was, but that was, um, that was just the way it was. And uh, I, I, I stayed and I kind of thought if I stayed, for six months, I could get myself in order a bit. 
and then I'd be able to go back and join the world again. That was kind of the conclusion I came to. I'd made a few attempts at coming in before that. You know, I was taken to a meeting and um, I thought, well, I didn't know I was an alcoholic, so okay, I'd behave myself. But then I realised I couldn't. And then I thought, well, if I came for six months, I'd have my house in order. Um, And as I said, I have a good bit of mileage. The house is still not in order. It's in, in, you know, it's an old house anyway. The garden is in chaos. The house is in chaos. The windows are leaking. The door, the dog is dying. Um, I've all my limbs working, thanks for God. But the working for a good while, I've fallen quite a few times, getting older and um, less able. So the challenges of age are very difficult. It's humbling, you know, to accept. It's it's humbling, you know, to to uh, yeah, leave it as it presents itself, you know. I had a business um, 30 years ago, over 30 years ago. Um, Pearls of Wisdom was called, at least, by the way. <laughs> and I sold all sorts of trinkets and tapes, and I sold all the literature, and I sold, you know, You Can Heal Your Life, and all that. Again, I sold what I had in my library at that stage, or as good as my understanding was at that stage. And uh, and I helped a few. And I always thought when it was over, it was over, you know, that I wouldn't be, I'd serve my purpose. So I was in debt quite a lot, Robin Peter to pay Paul kind of thing, you know, trying to manage to stay open. I wasn't, whatever. But anyway, I had a fire in it. And so I had to sell the building because I had no insurance. And the reality that came to me last Friday when somebody that was supposed to be holding a ladder outside the door here for a painter let go of the ladder and the wind is quite high here because I'm right in the bay and the ladder blew over. Now, my dog cried. I was sitting on the wall. My dog cried just before. Um, so I moved. To, pick, to get the dog in because he was annoying people, as I thought. I didn't know he was telling me to get off the wall. Um, but uh, I got off the wall, but the other man was on the leather and the smaller leather. And it just escaped him. It just, and I thought, oh my God, I could be homeless. Um, because I have no insurance. I can't get insurance on a flat-roofed house in Ireland. At this point, anyway, I've been the last few days looking all morning this morning, looking who can I contact and asking the neighbours and what do they do and, you know. Anyway, so I'm, I have a lot of work to be done here and it's in a very windy location and I've cancelled the painters that were to do the job because they don't have insurance. They don't have public liability. I don't have public liability. I don't have insurance for myself even. Um but you know, I mean I I I, I literally I'm in shock and 
do you know, part of the shock, I never stopped to think. When I left the previous house, I lived there. I lived over the shop. And um, I lost my home. I lost my job. I lost my whole community. I lost all my computer stuff. I lost all my writing. I lost all or most of my books. Are, the books are smoke damaged from back then. But I got into, I need to find a place to live. I need to do this. I need to do that. I got all back into action again at the time. And I never really lived through the shock of it. And it's only when I saw this ladder falling on Friday and all that stuff came up. You know, the fear. And it's still coming up on me, you know, every time I think of it. Because I was walking out the hall door and I see I see the ladder. It just, I'd only just missed it. Only because I came in to shift the dog like. And so I'm very lucky to be here. I've been graced with the such blessings in my life. I don't mean this isn't, um, as you said, it's for free thinkers. <laughs> I'd like to think of myself as a free thinker. I can go into any cathedral church. I see that more as a cultural thing or a weather thing. Like if you're going to be a Muslim, you'll wear the full garb to save the sand and whatever from getting in your hair or your clothes, you know, if you're outside. And in India, you can wear the sari and you can swan around in this beautiful silks because they have lovely fine weather. And I've done that too. And, you know, that's the thing about being sober, you know, that you get opportunity to do things. And I have. I've been presented with such wonderful opportunity. And I've met such amazing people. And even the people I've met through Tusnova, because you know, I don't mind doing the Our Father now, and I can give you an explanation that's more spiritually aware of it as well, you know, because of my studies in, in philosophy and spirituality and all that. Or even the the um, Serenity Pair, I've translated that into astrology language, you know. Um, but that's what I do. Like I like to make these connections, and I like to come to the central hub and the point of what's been the message that's been carried. And I want to see the beauty in it. I want to find the beauty in it. I want to find the nourishment in it. And when I do, I'm delighted. And then I want to share it with other people. So that's who and how I am with all of it. And um, I was delighted to meet some of the people here, you know, and when they were traveling in Ireland. And, and the other thing I realize as well is that I can only take so much, you know. I'm getting older anyway. So I'm I'm not able for so many stories or they, but I will help and I still pick up the phone to someone every day. And particularly because of the lockdown, because a lot of older people got isolated. They weren't able to do the Zoom. And thankfully, there was a, a, a long time person in our group who knew how to use the Zoom and educated us into being able to do it. Because I thought, well, one of the things I know is that I have to participate. If I'm to be involved and stay involved, I have to participate. It's not enough to sit and listen. And I don't want to be going on here now too long because you can shout at me, Elise, uh, whenever you want me. To <laughs> You're stop. good. But yeah, we do like to leave some time for sharing. So I know. So um, I'll stop there. Can and, you um, come up with a theme, do you think, or a topic based on uh, your share? Well, I think the topic for me is to follow your heart, follow what's in your heart the beauty. 
follow the threads of beauty because that's what caught me. The people who attracted me in AA are the, the lessons that attract me is the thread of beauty that's there, whether it's in a color, everything in my house nearly is perfect. Um, you know, um, you know, whatever attracts me, I keep going after it. And that's what saved my life. In Samini, I was attracted to the people who were calmer, quieter, easier to be with. I was no, I had no interest in the crumbly coats or the, the shiny shoes. Um, I wanted to meet original of the species, telling their story as originals, not as, you know. Um, but anyway, I listened to them. It didn't matter. And I was following, as I would see it now, the beauty. And the stories in the back of the big book I found particularly helpful. And the Came to Believe book I found particularly. And the ones I didn't agree with or didn't identify with, I didn't need to go back there again. Like, I didn't need to. I, 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 I'd I get a thread, you know. And I'm still getting the thread uh, at this stage. As I said, I'm out there in the evening dancing music from Spain and India and whatever. It's beautiful. Great for the spirit, the soul. You know, lifts me. So, and we do the bit of Irish dancing as well. Just to, to <laughs> and and well, the other thing I realise as well is the reason we do reels and chicks in Ireland is that it gets incredibly cold here. And so you need to be able to move if you're going to do your reels and jigs. Swan and round to, to uh, classical doesn't do it in the cold. <laughs> so everything has its purpose. Uh, so thanks very much. Beauty. Beauty. Thank you very much, Pearl.